Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Well, guys, last night in Chicago, President Biden spoke at a fundraiser, and he decided to kick it off with a shout-out to his home state of Delaware. Uh, Let's see how that went. Is Delaware in the house? Anybody from Delaware? Holler loudly, man. It's the equivalent of a drummer tossing his drumsticks into the crowd and then hearing them hit the ground like click click click. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Is Delaware the? Is Delaware in the house? Oh. Who is he? DJ Jazzy Scooter? <laughs> Oof. <laughs> That's a good joke. <laughs> Wow. The Jazzy Scooter. (laughs) It's Jazzy. Oh, my God. DJ Jazzy Scooter. Oh, that is funny. And uh, Biden's little slurry thing there was uh, worth hearing again. Can can we play that? What was that? Play the joke, because when we hear the clip again, it'll be worth it. Well, guys, last night in Chicago, President Biden spoke at a fundraiser, and he decided to kick it off with a shout-out to his home state of Delaware. Uh, Let's see how that went. Is Delaware in the house? Anybody from Delaware? Holler loudly, man. What was what was what was ha, 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 holler loudly, man? Ha, I think that was what he was. Holler loudly, man. That's what he was trying to say, but his. 
tongue, which was taken off in a in a, a horrible Cuisinart accident. Uh, <laughs> Maybe he still had a little Jello in his mouth from lunch. Right. DJ Jesse Scooter. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, what is also funny is that they now sell art at the Phillips 76 gas station. I'll talk about that later, as there is a piece of art I'm going to purchase today. I don't even know what the price is, but whatever it is, it's not too much, because it is worth it. I'm fascinated by this new realm, this new category, gas station art. Is I mean, is the art primarily gas-related? Uh, not at all. Oh, really? Wait till okay. I explain it to you, so stay right. tuned for that. On a much... Much more serious note, and you can't get more serious, the abortion debate. I freely admit that both sides of all arguments say all kinds of things that aren't true. One of the biggest differences with the left's version of their story, though, is it's amplified by a uh, compliant media, which is like 90% of the media that you come in contact with. So you don't hear some of this stuff. At a press conference... Senator Schumer, who's the leader in the Senate, Democrat, said, quote, MAGA Republicans, if they get their way, abortion bans will be enacted without life of the mother exception. Wow. When in reality, every state's pre-Roe law, before Roe versus Wade, included an exception for life of the mother. Every state in the country in 1972 had that, as does every post-Roe trigger law in the country. So it's 100% just a lie. Okay, so start there. Wow, the Washington Post fact-checker needs to introduce a fifth Pinocchio for utter, brutal, vicious dishonesty. Has it always been that dishonest and we just didn't notice? Or I just feel like we're at a level of... Everybody feels like the, the 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 rules are completely off. You can just say whatever you want, even though there's better there's better opportunity to catch somebody in a lie now than there's ever been. Uh, maybe, it, but but they do it. Maybe it has to do with the principle we've discussed, where if you're trying to signal uh, affiliation or loyalty to your tribe, the more outlandish your statement is, the more uh, you know confident your tribe members are that you're with me. So, and then there was this, just the other day, we, we talked about this a lot yesterday, um, that Senate bill, in which every Democrat but one voted for it, didn't pass, but it did get 49 Democratic votes, and then the same bill in the House got 218 Democratic votes. So, only one Democrat in the House and one Democrat in the Senate didn't vote for this bill that is supposed to be... I don't know, more in keeping with what Americans want, I guess is what they're trying to claim. It's, it's codifying Roe versus Wade, simply keeping the, the, the current rules in place. That's what I've heard a thousand times. So John McCormack of the National Review went through this bill for anybody that hadn't read it. And a couple of things you might not know about this abortion bill that, thank God, got voted down. It basically created a right to abortion through the entire nine months of pregnancy in all 50 states to start Good with. Good Lord. I mean, that alone is enough to think, what? So, 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 well, as we played the clips yesterday a bunch of times, as Senator Manchin pointed out, the only Democrat who voted against it, this isn't making Roe versus Wade the law of the land going forward. This is way expanding it beyond anything that the average American wants. And 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 he's absolutely right. It's just a fact. And how many play did you hear that on the NBC Evening News or or headline in the New York Times? No, no, no. This is going into radical territory that most Democrats don't even agree with. 
Well, and not a single country on Earth's people agree with. I mean, this would be unprecedented on the planet. So really only you need that one to realize how radical it is. It would basically make abortion legal through the entire nine months of pregnancy in all 50 states. But going on, it would also strike down almost all state laws on abortion, including parental consent laws, which are supported by 70% of Americans. They keep You, you have heard this on the NBC Evening News and everywhere. 70% of Americans oppose doing away with Roe versus Wade. 70% of Americans approve of Roe versus Wade. 70%, okay, well, here's another 70% for you. 70% of Americans think parental consent laws are a good idea. And this attempt to do away with them the other day, you didn't get any coverage of that. Uh, would also gut conscience and religious liberty protections in various states around the country. The mainstream media doesn't care about this, that sort of stuff at all. But uh, there are plenty of places where that is the law of the land, and that would have been gone. Also would have created a right for non-doctors to perform abortions. How about that? Yeah, yeah. It's just your Planned Parenthood, a physician's assistant or tech or whatever would do the dirty deed. And Senators Murkowski and Collins, the Republicans who voted against it, pointed out that it would have prohibited state laws, which are current in current existence, which ban sex-selective abortions. In other words, you're not allowed to kill your baby because it's a girl and you wanted a boy, for instance. Wow. There are states where that is the law, that you're not allowed to do that. It would have taken that out. It would have abolished state laws requiring a 24-hour waiting period prior to obtaining an abortion, which is backed by Americans nationally by a 41-point margin, according to Gallup. Overwhelmingly popular by Republicans and Democrats to say, let's at least wait 24 hours to think this over. Doesn't matter. They were going to do away with it. I mean, this was freaking radical stuff that every Democrat but one voted for in the Senate and every Democrat but one voted for in the House. And the media didn't tell you any of the stuff that was being voted on. The politics of it is bitterly cynical, but fairly easy to understand. The Democrats knew it would never, ever pass. In fact, quite a few Democrats loathed the thing. But their leadership whipped them into shape, saying, look, we're going to run this bill up the flagpole. We've made it so horrific that no Republican could ever support it. We're all going to support it, so come the election time, we can say Republicans tried to take away your right come to on. choose. Are we really? Is that really where we are with the debate? Yes. Where if you voted against it and your opponent, you got primaried by another Democrat, you wouldn't be able to stand up in front of a crowd and say, look, do you know what was in the bill? Here are the things that were in the bill that I don't approve of. Here's another example for you. Um, There's all kinds of stuff about the way taxpayers be paying for abortions in new ways and stuff like that that I know drives a lot of you crazy. But, for instance... It would strike, it would have, if it had passed, it would have strike, struck down laws requiring that abortionists inform women of alternatives to abortion. Measures that Americans support by 77 points, according to Gallup. Wow. That's a 77 point win. So that, everybody but like the board of NARAL and Planned Parenthood agrees with this. Yeah, it's absolutely incredible how radical that legislation was. And uh, finally, the last one I'll give you, and there are several more, uh, it would strike down state partial birth abortion bans, which is a horror. For example, the one in Georgia that aren't the same as the federal partial birth abortion ban. So it was a absolutely as out there radical abortion law as anything we've ever had in our nation's history, and you didn't hear blip about it. 
Well, and, and like I said, I think I explained the politics of it pretty concisely, and I am 100% certain I'm right on that. It's just it's self-evident. That's a sad but the, state of affairs. Oh, my God, it's horrible. Right, I, I concede that 100%. Um, it's the media failures failure slash dishonesty that sickens me well how many uh, the uh, fact that they they don't think their readers are smart enough sophisticated enough to understand the politics of it and why the bill was what it was or even tell them what the bill was uh or they're so cynical like the politicians they're in on well how many of them even know it how many of your cable news uh, squawkers or, or writers for various newspaper publications even knew that stuff was in there? Even took well, the time to look into it. They just heard it was going to keep her over his weight around. That's good enough for them. You know, you're usually more charitable when, when questions like this come up. Um, and I concede that, you know, because the newsrooms of America used to be full of a bunch of worldwide grizzled professionals who were raising a family who, on their income. Who were prop properly skeptical of all government people right now it's a bunch of 24 year olds who believe absolutely everything the democratic party tells them so uh, on the one hand it's evil on the other it's negligent and i grant you that those are two different sins but either way it's inexcusable I don't watch the news. Good decision, son. It is inexcusable. The fact that America did not know what was in that bill and it came within that many votes of actually passing. It would have been filibustered. I realize it was. But God dang it. That's crazy stuff. Well, yeah. And, and, and to your point, though, if, if virtually any Democrats, but the most radical 10 to 20 percent, thought there was a chance of it passing, it, it wouldn't have gone the way it went. Okay. The only reason they were able to vote for it by those numbers is they knew that there's no way they could overcome the filibuster. So that enabled them to make the hollow, cynical, evil gesture that they made. Well, that's something. I mean, it's it's like pointing a gun at somebody knowing they're unarmed. You can go ahead and, and do that. Will be You will not be held responsible for your actions. It's also something that the Phillips 76 gas stations now sell framed art. <laughs> hmm. Among other things we'll talk about coming up. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. That uh, distant explosion you hear is Vladimir Putin's head blowing up in frustration. Um, it, it ought to, um, by uh, the consequence of his illegal and immoral invasion of Ukraine, he has caused two uh, superb militaries to throw in with NATO. Wow, we'll have more Ukraine coverage coming up a little bit later, but did you see the video of uh, blowing up all those... All that heavy equipment, including tanks, that happened yesterday. The, the, yeah, the, yeah, I did. The Ukrainians uh, blowing up the Russians' stuff, like a whole battalion's worth, some people have said. By the way, that was Admiral James Tavridis, used to command NATO forces. Uh, Admiral, uh, talking about uh, Sweden and Finland, now applying or about to apply formally to join NATO. Which is, and, and if you're not familiar with the geography, Finland shares a big, long border with Russia up in the northern part. So, big developments. More to come. And we're invaded and brutalized by Russia pre-World War II, and uh, probably still remember that pretty well. Um, 
So I'm at the Phillips 76 gas station yesterday, paying like $6 a gallon for gas. Oof. And uh, I tell my son, Sam, I got to go in and get something to drink. You want to come in with me? So we go in. We're looking around. He said, Dad, why do they sell art at the gas station? And uh, I said, what? So I go over in the other aisle, and yeah, they've got art there, framed artwork. Okay. Whoever's seventy six. Can I get somebody to mute so we don't have to say Hanson's cue speaker? You Um, numbskull Hanson. Uh so (laughs) so I go over there and there's there's like classic cars and the sort of thing you might expect to see if you were going to have framed art at the gas station. (laughs) Right. If you accept gas station art as a genre, then that's what you'd expect. But then this painting that I tweeted out that I can't figure out what it is, and I'm going to buy this and I'm going to hang it in my living room. It's uh, it's three gentlemen standing behind two people seated, and here are the people in the picture. It is <laughs> Marlon Brando as Darn Corleone in The Godfather on the left. On the far right, it's Al Pacino as Scarface in the movie Scarface. Okay, maybe you think you're getting a theme here, maybe or so. I don't know. Then sitting, it's Heath Ledger's The Joker in his Joker outfit next to Marilyn Monroe, and then standing up between... In a slinky red dress. And then standing up between the two gentlemen in the back is El Chapo for some reason. (laughs) Wait a minute. So as I tweeted out, you got... Three fictional characters and two real human beings, one of them being Marilyn Monroe and the other one being El Chapo for some reason. They're all, all the men are in tuxes. Yeah. I, I, I cannot. I, I tweeted this out asking for help. Nobody could come up with anything. Uh, what is the freaking theme of this? This is the most confusing piece of artwork I've ever seen. And wow, I'm going to uh, the MoMA. You know, it's funny. I I'd, uh, I hadn't noticed in the foreground on the coffee table is a what appears to be a semi-automatic uh, automatic handgun, gold bars, coins, uh, liquor in bottles and in glasses, uh, rocks, uh, and and packets of hundred dollar bills. Oh, and there's a martini. Okay. Well, a friend of mine guessed some sort of like Marilyn Monroe. In with the mob thing? Okay, that's kind of a story for the Don Corleone, but then where's the scarf with El Chapo? The Heath Ledger is the Joker? I'm just, I'm not following it all. The theme is what people who buy art at the gas station want, (laughs) said one reply. My, My favorite reply is probably Steamboat, who said, all of these people in the photo would rip you off for a buck, and the buyer of this piece is getting ripped off the same. Art imitates life. <laughs> and then another good response. I'll give you a hint. DeLorean, 1961, jar of pickles. To which the response was, seriously, I find your analysis truly reductionist, albeit pedestrian. Hashtag <laughs> pretentious words I just looked up. <laughs> seriously, check that out. Uh, can we post that at the website? ArmstrongGetty.com, or follow us on Twitter for crying out loud. You don't need to be involved in the world of Twitter to follow us on Twitter. Wow, i got to pick myself up some gas station art right after I stop and listen to the symphony at the wastewater treatment plant. (laughs) (laughs) So today I'll pick up some art, a Slim Jim, a light bulb, and a Slurpee, I guess, and head on home. Heath Ledger? The latest on what's going on in Ukraine. There's some real good news. Of course, there's some bad news. And a light bulb has gone off in my head about the nature of politics in a childless society. If you miss the next segment, grab it later. Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. It took 11 years to get to the sale. The NYX anniversary sale is on now at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. Don't miss this chance to stock up on your NYX favorites or try something new. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com for the NYX anniversary sale. Hurry, the sale ends on Monday, May 13th. Go to NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. Before Russian shells rained down on these buildings, they were full of chattering students, their future now up in smoke. What's the point of destroying schools, asked Ukraine's Volodymyr Zelensky. Any Russian commander who gives such an order is sick. Yeah, so that's some of the bad news coming out of Ukraine. It It would seem that... Well, I'm sure this is true. I don't know where they're getting their intel. It would certainly seem that they are targeting schools, not accidentally hitting one occasionally. That's their goal, is to blow up schools full of children. The terrorism is an overused word, but this is actual terrorism. It's 
barbaric in the extreme. It's shocking. It's astounding. Yeah, I don't know how you get into that mindset that Putin is in. And as Zelensky says uh, at some point, I don't know if that was in that report, um, the, the people that are following these orders, they're, they're monsters. What is wrong with them? Yeah, yeah. I first uh, became aware of the notion, uh, reading Mein Kampf, uh, Hitler's tome, which is just awful in every way. I mean, the writing is terrible, but anyway, uh, it's the least of its sins. He was in prison. (laughs) It's not easy to write in prison. That's a good point. Uh, But uh, he just made it clear that if you're going to be one of the great men of history, you have to be prepared to sacrifice thousands or millions of lives. That's just uh, what happens. That's part of the gig. And I think a guy like Putin has embraced that. Yeah, I'm slaughtering tens of thousands of children, or however many it is. That's part of the job. And somehow he has no conscience, or his conscience has been deadened to the point that you know he can do that. So they're good at that. Anybody could be. It's just most people wouldn't ever uh, murder civilians in their apartments or children in their schools or pregnant women in maternity hospital. That's pretty easy to do. Just most countries won't do it. And he's pretty good at that. He's not good at the actual trying to fight a war part. The BBC with a great report out today. I just watched the video. An entire Russian battalion wiped out in a failed river crossing. That's an ancient military move trying to cross a river, ford a river. They uh, did it poorly. In the, every, all their vehicles and many of the soldiers wiped out by the Ukrainians yesterday. Hurrah. Um, but the, the real f- fighting part of it, they're horrible at. Sending a missile from however many miles away on top of a school they're good at. Yeah, I'd say the only you know glimmer of hope for Russia at this point is that it's now become an artillery-based standoff, like in the south of Ukraine, which is very, very flat. I mean, there's just no maneuvering. There's nothing to maneuver around or behind or anything like that you can see the other guy through binoculars 20 miles away it's that sort of landscape um but then what you're gonna hurl so much artillery because you're kind of down to your dumb bombs at this point that you just wreck their will to defend their homeland that's never gonna happen by the way the 40 billion dollars that passed the house instantly did not pass the senate instantly as rand paul held it up you know in the senate ass senator can hold things up and he did he wants to take a better look at how the money is being spent, which normally is the sort of thing that I agree upon. But I got to admit, having just spent $7 trillion between Trump and Biden without anybody paying any attention to where the money went or is even currently going. It's, oh, yeah, I was going to say a lot of it's being actively squandered as we speak. It's going out the door now and will be in the future at numbers much higher than $40 billion. How about you just freaking pass the $40 billion and give it to Ukraine? There's quite a bit of scrutiny on where that money's going and how it's being done. There's pressure from all over the world on uh, on uh, getting the money to the right place in Ukraine. Ain't nobody paying attention to the billions and billions of dollars going to schools and businesses and all over the place for so-called COVID relief. Oh, yeah. I was just reading how $50 million of COVID funds for schools, remember, so the kids could go back to school, went to electric school buses instead of the gas ones. Had nothing to do with getting the kids in school. I like Rand Paul. I wish he'd keep his clippings on his side of the lawn. And I also like that he is fiscally responsible. But I think sometimes he just likes to be contrary. Yeah, maybe. It's it's tough for me to rail too much against his sentiment because sure. I get it. But I see your point, too. Uh, so on a semi-related topic, uh, kids and their future, obviously not quite as dire as um, in Ukraine. I mean, clearly... 
Uh, I read a piece by uh, Congressman Josh Harder, who's from the Central Valley of California, um, and he was writing about uh, uh, he and his wife just welcomed uh, their baby daughter, Lily, into the world. I believe it's their first kid. And he talked about how nervous he is. I wasn't scared of the stuff they teach you in parenting classes, though. I knew we'd figure that out. What terrified me was that the country Lily is coming into isn't setting her up for success. The foundational factors for a good life, safety, health, opportunity, are all more complicated than when I was growing up. And he says, our government has lost sight of what matters. Culture wars, pundits screaming on TV, one corruption scandal after another. I'm sick of it. It's time we get back to basics and make the government put our kids front and center. We need a new pro-family agenda based on building a world our kids can thrive in. I don't think that's going to happen. Well, uh, yeah, yeah, although I'd like to advocate for it anyway, even if it just makes me feel better. It it, it clicked as I read uh, his his piece, and there's more to it. He talked about the influx of drugs, uh, violent crime, uh, gosh, a number of, uh, you know, violence, at-risk youth, all sorts of stuff. And it, it clicked in my head as I was reading this. Oh, and he hit some environmental stuff, too. I mean, there's something for everything there. He doesn't want his kids to grow up with asthma like he has. You know, we got to keep cutting down pollution. So something for everyone. But it occurred to me as I was reading that, that the increasing childlessness uh, in the United States, in the developed world, is going to have profound effects on policy and not just in the obvious ways. Like I said before, less funding for schools, more funding for old folks' homes. That's not what I'm talking about. <laughs> that one's pretty obvious. Well, yeah, sure. It's an entire change in orientation from building a stable, productive system that enables people to thrive going forward. That as opposed to solving people's problems for them right now as a government. Perfect example might be crime. If you are looking at building a safe, stable environment for humans to thrive going into the future, which has always been the orientation of government, by the way. I mean, that's the idea, to protect your liberty and and have life safe and productive enough, you're not going to die. So that's on the one hand. On the other hand, oh, oh, that's right, my example, uh, crime. You have brutal criminals have committed crimes over and over and over again. They have left no question in any sane person's mind whether they are a predator or can be a productive member of society. The orientation of the last many, many years was we can't have our children, our young people, or adults for that matter, brutalized and victimized by these people. It's it's contrary to human happiness. We have to build a society that is safe and productive. The new orientation where people aren't having kids as much and they're not worried about the future is, well, that poor guy sitting in jail, I feel bad about that. You know, maybe it's just because he's black or, or Mexican or whatever. Let's turn him loose. Let's turn him loose and see what happens. It's an orientation from building a future to giving people money or just solving their problems right now. The government does not exist to solve your problems unless your problem is you're being denied your your, your human liberty. Of course, I'm talking about prisoners, aren't I? That's ironic. Anyway, um, it's just, and I'm just starting to think this through, but I think that's the profound difference. It's, it's what is your mission statement on the wall? As a government or or as makers of public policy, including the citizens, what are we doing here? I think what we're doing now, to a large extent, is just trying to solve people's problems, no matter how idiotic or crazy or temporary or it's their own damn fault they might be. How about bums and junkies in the park? 
Oh, man, I just read a story. One of the biggest bum camps in Seattle got cleaned out in a park. In Freattle, perhaps the world capital of unicornian insanity, the new sane mayor was as good as his campaign promises and said, no, people can't play in the can't use the park. We can't have events here anymore. The kids can't play here. It's dangerous. No, nah, we're cleaning it out. That's a guy who's building a sane, stable future, as opposed to, well, they're a junkie, but they got to live somewhere, so let's let them live in the park. So, any thoughts you want to email mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com? Well, maybe we'll read some emails. I've taken in a couple of podcasts on this because there are think tanks or people that work at think tanks that this is the only thing they think about is the way the world will change when childlessness becomes more common than people having kids. The orientation of our government and the orientation of, of uh, the private sector could turn completely upside down. Um, th- Previously, throughout all of human history, um, most people had kids. And even uh, in the recent decades where fewer people are having kids, the idea of a restaurant that doesn't allow kids or you know, you know, uh, hotels that uh, um, cater to childless people is kind of seen as oogie for most of us. Like, ah, come on, that's not cool. But that is going to grow as a trend, and there'll be more of that and less of the other. In fact, it'll become the minority situation where there's a a hotel that allows you to bring your kids because they'll be catering to all the people out there that really would rather be at a hotel without kids or a Mm -hmm. restaurant without kids or on a flight without kids or go to a movie without kids or all that different sort of thing. Not to mention the government policies that, uh, whether with tax incentives and all kinds of different things. But the bigger overarching thing is, and this is pretty obvious, and you only know this if you have had kids, your entire orientation of everything in your life changes when you have kids. Try to remember what it was like before you had kids. And that's what the view will be of the electorate. And you know what? I don't like bums in the park, but I don't really care. Like, if I don't have kids... I was never in the park before I had kids, ever. So, you know, I'd rather they want sleep in there, but who freaking cares? When when you have kids, you care a lot about the bike trails and the park and the schools and all kinds of different things. And just your 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 thinking overall for the country is um, for the place your kids are going to grow up in. If you don't have kids, your entire span of caring is limited to like the next 30 years. And then you're done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's how different qu- is that from uh, the next hundred years? My kids are going to be living in this country, and I need it to be good. Right, right. And just as speaking as a heterosexual male, I'm pretty certain I can protect my wife from various threats. Sure, but I will not be there for my daughters, and so that makes me extremely serious about being future oriented in terms of policy and and the way the country ought to be run. Jack, you actually mentioned um like companies and commercial activity. I think it's the same thing. For the longest time, we had a future orientation. We have to have a regulatory environment um where companies can plan ahead in terms of taxes, regulations, whatever, um so they can be productive into the future. So my kids will have jobs, et cetera, et cetera. Now companies are and tell me I'm wrong on this, especially from the left, companies, productive companies are looked at as cows to be milked to give out their proceeds to would-be voters. And and if that brings a company to its knees, it doesn't matter. There'll be another company in the future. So I, hmm, I think this is my next great book that I'll think of and not write. <laughs> huh. Anyway, oh, again, it's, your it's thoughts? It's a huge topic and is going to be a growing topic 
It ain't going away. Yeah, yeah. I guess my point, though, is it's it's much, much bigger than specific policies. It's what you described. It's your entire orientation as a people that changes if you are essentially a childless people. Well, every generation only cares about that moment. What does that do? Text line is 415-295-KFTC. Much more on the way. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. It took 11 years to get to the sale. The NYX anniversary sale is on now at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. Don't miss this chance to stock up on your NYX favorites or try something new. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com for the NYX anniversary sale. Hurry, the sale ends on Monday, May 13th. Go to NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Hey guys, I saw that the Mega Millions Lottery had to suspend payments for a $86 million jackpot because of a pretty costly mistake during Tuesday's drawing. Listen to this. 
If you bought a Mega Millions ticket for Tuesday's drawing, you may want to check your numbers again. Mega Millions says the host called out the wrong number for the Mega Ball during the live drawing. He said it was a six when it was actually a nine. I feel like the only thing that job requires is knowing the difference between sixes and nines. <laughs> can you hold the ping pong ball? All right, we'll make it easy. We'll just yeah. put it in a plastic tube. That's all I can do. <laughs> the guy who thought he won went to his uh, boss like, first, I'd like to apologize for what I suggested you do to yourself. <laughs> so, 80-some million dollars? Oh, sorry, you didn't actually win. Oh, my God! <laughs> and I gotta believe everybody else threw away their tickets. But That'd take a minute to get over. Oh, yeah. Yeah, more than a minute. More than a minute. Because you made some serious plans with the idea that you're going to have $80 million. I mean, I, yeah, I, I get to quit that job I hate. Or I can wow. find, or, or maybe you have some, you know, tragedy in your life. I can finally, you know, help my kid with blank or whatever it was. Oh, my Lord. Oh, ho, ho. Now you made me sad. Jimmy Fallon made me laugh. You made me sad. God, Thanks. How much time did you spend on that night on the computer looking at boats or houses or cars? <laughs> Narrowing it down to a couple Lamborghinis are nice, but it's a little showy. I don't know. Maybe I'll go with a Bentley. I was on the internet looking at uh, what strip clubs I could bring a bag full of cash or to. Maybe that, because that happens regularly. Yeah, you yes, were you'd does. already changed your profile on your online dating to mega wealthy. <laughs> Here's what you do with your winnings, your cash. You go straight to ArmstrongandGetty.com and buy yourself the brand new T-shirt featuring my best catchphrase ever: "Don't wing it, bring it." Featuring, do we have the Squawky the Eagle sound anymore, Michael? Because the the art on it is so good, it's like a red, white, and blue eagle descending. Don't <laughs> wing it, bring it. <laughs> I might actually get one of those. Oh, I, I, I can't might wait. Actually, wear one of those. That's pretty funny. I don't usually. There you go. All right, here. Hang on, hang on, Michael. Here we go. So the T-shirt says, "Don't wing it, bring it." We we used to play that sound every hour, but people hated it, so we stopped. They gave it gave them PTSD, I guess, yeah. or something. And plus, it's a red-tailed hawk, not an eagle. So, uh, anyway, that's at armstrongandgetty.com. I normally don't wear our swag around because I don't want people looking at me. I will wear that one. Speaking of PTSD, I just got the crap scared out of me because I saw something over my shoulder in the window washer. I'm, I'm standing with my back right to giant, giant windows on the fifth floor, and there's a window right. washer there. And, ah! There's really never a human being standing behind me. And on the there fifth was. floor. <laughs> so, hey, get your squeegee. Come in here and fix my pants, all right? <laughs> you got a squeegee out my drawers. Squeegee out my pants. You scared the crap out of me. God, shouldn't there be some sort of warning before you just show up in the window on a high floor? <laughs> That's happened to me before. Oh, about give me a heart attack. We got a little more how things are going in Ukraine for you coming up. Uh, I wanted to mention this, though. We were just talking about kids and everything like that. For those of you who still plan on ha- ever having kids, what are the popular baby names that are about to be popular? Names from the 20s. It's weird how this stuff goes in and out of style, just like, you know, uh, lapels on suits and, and pant length and whether your jeans are low-rise or high-rise, they just come in and out decade by decade, and now names from the 20s are about to be trendy again. So for girls, it would be names like Joan, Mary, Margaret, Dorothy, Gladys, Irene, Iris, Elsie, Ada, and Mabel. 
I think I know somebody who had a baby named Mabel recently. It named her Mabel. Uh, for boys, Ronald, Arthur, Robert, Albert, Freddie, Edward, Archie, Ernest, Isaac, and Harris. Fine names, one and all. It's just the whole name thing is well, it's 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 a fashion, just like anything else. Any. I'm trying to think uh, how many people I've known with, like, really old-timey names. I knew a guy named Otto. He was a good dude, too. Really liked him. And I never, I didn't think twice about the fact that his name was Otto, really. I, I know an Otto right now. To me, the weirdest names, if you went to somebody's house and they got a new baby and they told you it'd be like the names that were popular when we were kids because they're so not around now. His name is Mike. Like, there were four Mikes in every class I was ever in. You named your kid Mike? Nobody names their kid Mike anymore. This yeah. is Linda. No, it's not. Nobody names their kid Linda. It is a real novelty for me to run into a kid named Joe. It almost never, ever happens. Yeah. And, and Joseph exactly. has been one of the most popular names since, well, Jesus. Because that's Jesus' papa. Good one. Good one. It's in the Bible. The Bible! Hmm. And everybody will pick the name thinking it's kind of unique and quirky, and then their kid will get to school, and there'll be five other kids with that name, because that's the way it works. Yeah, well. And it's fine. It doesn't matter. So a lot of good stuff to get to. A wacky story from the world of baseball. Also, the NBA, which is dead to me, their hypocrisy exceeds perhaps any organization on earth in that saying. Really? I was going to watch the uh, Warriors-Memphis game tonight. You're not going to ruin it for me, are you? Go ahead. Go ahead. Watch the woke basketball league. Support China, you bastard. Oh, it's even worse than that. If you miss an hour, grab the podcast Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org.